everyone. Thank you for listening. You are listening. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Christy. And today we're going to be doing the Ask Us Anything episode. I'm very excited. I'm I'm very nervous. Yeah. I haven't seen you haven't seen any of the questions that I got and you have and I haven't seen any that you got. Yeah, we got so. some interesting ones on through our website. And we're gonna answer all that we legally can. Yeah. We had a very um we had a very exciting guest lined up for tonight and then it fell through because I don't know, maybe he's busy praying for somebody to be raised from the dead. Maybe he's <laughs> literally saving lives right now. You never know. But yeah, that's my buddy Tyler from the dead raising team and he will be on an episode forthcoming at some point as but as possible yeah thank you guys for listening so tonight like i said basically the way this started is um i am right now using a pretty janky setup for our website it's just a repurposed tumblr and a feature that tumblr has is like a you can submit questions to the blog and mm-hmm. so and we didn't even know yeah so i went to go post a show one day and all of a sudden noticed that there was this anonymous question on there from somebody that was kind of interesting and so then um i just thought like oh this will be fun we can just tell people about it and it'll be like an ongoing thing that we do like at the end of the episode or something that we throw mm-hmm. in a couple of uh questions or whatever from the website but Christy wanted to actually do like a full bore ask me anything ask us anything ap- episode Reddit style so episode so here we are we're going to do it we've been soliciting for like a month soliciting questions i should say for the podcast <laughs> for like a month mm-hmm. and we've got some interesting ones from the website from friends via text message from facebook and all that kind of fun stuff so it should be awesome but mm-hmm. uh how are you doing Christy um, still a little sick. Yeah, you sound much better. I'll I say feel that. a lot better. So I'm glad you're. Um, hopefully, I'm glad I won't. You're feeling better. If you don't delete this twice, oh my god, I hopefully won't be hallucinating during this episode. Yeah, and everybody that listened through the last episode, thank you so much. It was so confusing because okay, so I'm gonna we recorded it the entire episode twice, but like out of order. So we recorded the first half. We took a little break, had to go to the bathroom, whatever. Um, came back, recorded the second half, 20 minutes into recording the second half, realized that I hadn't actually hit the record button. So it wasn't recording. So then we went and re-recorded the second half. When I re-recorded the second half, I recorded over the first half. Yes. So, so then I went to go put the files on it. So I murdered so you. So then we re-recorded <laughs> the first half. So yeah. It, so, was, and also, it was probably a kind of a crap show of an episode. And but was it during the break that I took uh, some cold yeah, medicine? She took some and cold I started to hallucinate because I didn't realize... You have like the lowest tolerance, tolerance of anybody. Who gets... Who starts hallucinating also remember it was 2 30 in the morning i was super sick i'm on these cold medication and i didn't remember if i had told the story before if i was remembering it in my head as told or if it was like a crazy deja vu hallucination (laughs) of what was actually happening so the first time around on both sections i thought was actually a better episode (laughs) i think i was a lot more articulate on the part where i was talking about um yeah 
So. Nobody will ever know. Right. <laughs> because I didn't even hit record. <laughs> so that's not going to happen this time, though, guys. It's not going to happen. I'm getting our new Or ever again in. because now you're you, super crazy about it. Yeah. OCD. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, prob- it's good that it happened once and mm-hmm. never again. It's like, remember on my old podcast when we ran out and we didn't even realize yeah. that we ran out of... <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of room on the recorder yeah. and didn't realize it and ended up having to re-record, so... That was another it's the worst. fun and exciting situation. Okay, Christy, so um, do you want to just jump right into this? or Sure. Is there anything else that we were going to talk about before um, we... No. Oh, we're house-sitting. So house-sitting? if you uh, have listened back, there was a house that we mentioned before that we were house-sitting at that uh, they are... They like stuff. Yeah. They are like hoarders, but not like dirty hoarders. Well, I mean, it's a little, everything's dusty here, but it's not like hoarders, like there's not McDonald's wrappers up to your or waist. Or dead cats or, or anything. Or dead cats or anything like that. But there's just stuff it's everywhere. Clutter. There is not a. It's clutter, not filth. There is every flat surface in the house just has piles mm-hmm. of stuff on it. Just piles. And they have, uh, I mean, we're. Well, you're sitting on <laughs> there's one of those different... exercise chairs that's supposed to be like riding a horse. <laughs> there's, there's three different pieces of exercise equipment in this room, I think, all of which are being used to hang clothes. There's they a massage chair. Two massage chairs in the house. And uh yeah, and I'm sitting on some that's it's I'm sitting on it's, it's either supposed a, to be a workout weird equipment. sex toy thing or it's like a stool, but it, the top of it moves around as if you're riding a riding horse. a horse. So <laughs> Yeah, that was and interesting. And to be able to turn on the lights in the living room, there's two different remote controls. Yeah. No light switch. They have light switches, and it's all hooked right. up, but they've disabled it so that you can have a remote control. Wow. Or two. <laughs> okay. Oh, they also have two 3D TVs. Of course, yeah. Their TV, every room has one, and the one in their guest room, well, all of them are bigger, but... All of their TVs are bigger than ours, including the one in their guest room yeah. that they just fill with boxes. Yeah. The room that the my daughter, the pod daughter, is mm-hmm. sleeping in uh, currently has a bigger TV than the big TV that's in your living room. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we're there. It's very exciting. We've got just piles of stuff all around us. And uh, let's just jump right into this. So I figured we both got questions from Superfan Jen. Do you want to do those first? Friend of the show. Superfan Jen. Um, yeah, let's do those. Why don't you just, you start with those, except for the ones that she sent you were kind of questions She for didn't you. understand the question at first, and she thought it was going to be an episode where only I get asked questions. Got it. So the first set of questions are just kind of geared towards me, but some you'll be able to answer too. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. What is your most embarrassing moment? Are you asking me that? Yes. Oh, Oh man. Okay, this is horrible. This is okay. a, this is a really embarrassing story. And I don't even think I've ever told you this. And I'm f- I feel uncomfortable. Okay. All right. I'm just going to do it. Good. Um I have did you ever watch the TV show Robin Big? Yes. Okay. So are have you ever are you familiar with the term man pawn? No. Okay. <laughs> So it was discovered one day that Big mm-hmm. um of Robin Big used uh uh would sometimes have some leakage or he would be concerned that there would be like creeping crud maybe or he from his uh butt and uh so he would take what he called a man pawn which was just basically a wad of toilet paper okay and he would uh uh just store it but he would just put it like he was wiping but then just leave it there but held in place between his butt cheeks isn't that something from the man show 
Yeah, that was a man show bit. Oh, is it? Well, it was on Robin Big. Okay. That's where I... Okay. Anyway, so uh, so there was one time in, uh, I think, fifth grade, I played baritone saxophone in the band, and we were up on the stage during some kind of school assembly or something, and I was walking, and I had a man pawn. I had a man pawn in um, for reasons. And uh, what were the reasons? As I was walking, it fell out of my boxers, and a part of the toilet paper kind of stayed up there, lodged in place, and then it was like dangling out from underneath my, dangling out from the bottom of my shorts, and then it all just fell out. So then I really quickly just grabbed it and put it in my pocket. But I was so embarrassed and so mortified and trying to pick it up so quickly that in the process of doing this, I dropped the school's baritone saxophone that I had off of the edge of the three-foot stage. Mm. This is in front of the entire school. It, this is elementary school, so kindergarten through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I dropped the school's baritone saxophone off of the stage in front of everybody while trying to pick up my mampon so that nobody yeah. would see. Uh, and... Um, uh, damaged it to the point where I c- could no longer use it. So that's probably the most my most embarrassing story that I can think of right now. Um, I have so many questions. Um, first... We have a lot of questions okay. to field. So, oh, I mean, if you want to get into it, we can. But <laughs> um, Embarrassing moments. I, I can't really think of any. I think I probably have a ton of them. So real quick. Um... Okay, so in eighth grade, I had really um, big, uh, like, Aquanet-type hair, mm-hmm. big bangs going on, you know, yep. 80s, 90s style. And um, these two mean kids in my science class took the um, leftover little dots when you hole punch things, uh-huh. and they threw them into my hair. And I had to, like, pull them out one at a time. And that was embarrassing for you? It was really embarrassing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, except for there <laughs> That's was a t- horrible, embarrassing story after what Actually, I just said. There, I just, okay, sorry. There no, was go. the time when I was in front of the. I've told this somewhere else. Oh, it was in my bully story. Um, I was in front of the class, and math has always been like a really big issue with me, meaning I can't do it. Uh-huh. Um, and I was in front of the class, and I, I was doing math on the overhead projector with a pen, and the girl in front of me, um, me like said, "Oh, you're." You're so stupid. Or she made some kind of comment to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Boyd. Gen- delete that and okay. say Jennifer Boyd. Okay. And she um, she was mean. And then I told her, I said, shut up, bitch. And then I started crying <laughs> in front of the whole math class. That's pretty embarrassing. Okay. All right. Actually, I could just go on all day with my embarrassing stories. <laughs> Basically, all of junior high was an embarrassing story for I me. I think the junior high is pretty much embarrassing. Story yeah, that's me. what I always tell Jessica. She is lucky that she got to homeschool. Junior high girls are the worst people in life, really. Yeah. yeah. Next to serial sure. killers, seriously. Okay. We could have a whole junior high episode. Oh, yes. I Let's dated do a it. girl in junior high that got arrested for prostitution. So Did you ever school. get some from her? Nope. Oh, man. Yeah, we need to come back to junior high. Okay. I used to wear Shakespeare pants in junior high. Of course you did. <laughs> I wore hammer pants, so <laughs> kind of the same. Okay. Um, Do you think any of your friend's parents are hot? Yeah. Who? Uh, well. Besides my dad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, when uh, my, I, my, I asked my friend's mom to prom. But were you being a joker? No, I wanted her to go. I mean, I would have loved it if she would have gone. Which friend was this? CJ. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you even were like, "Hey, how's your mom?" Yeah. When you saw him, the yeah, other time. we just I just recently kind of re- reconnected with CJ. He's been uh, moved to a different state for a while and was back visiting, and we met up, and I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, and I was like, just jumping What's right that? back into things. Um, hey, how's your mom? I don't, I don't think so. My dad was always the cute dad that my friends always had crushes on. Um, Bummer for them. Yeah, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad my dad's not going to date a junior high girl. <laughs> um, but I will say Mike Frizzell's dad is pretty, pretty hot. <laughs> Call <Okay>. me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, next. Have you ever wished you were a guy? I guess that's to me. Mm-hmm. Um, only when I'm camping or I have to pee really bad on a road trip. Mm, yeah. What Have you ever wished you were a girl? Totally. Why? Well, uh, because they get to wear uh, they get to wear tights. Okay. And I'm obsessed with tights. You can wear tights. I, really, I know, but like it, it, people get weird about it. Like I you painted, mean, like your mom painted. I painted my nail. I didn't paint my nails. I put Jen's Jamberry Jamberry uh, nail wraps on my nails with my daughter, and my mom lost her mind. She talked about it nonstop. Yeah. For the whole day. Yeah. And then my, yeah. Then my nephew decided that he wanted, but no, my nephew had wanted his nails painted for yes. a while and got his nails painted. And then my mom now blames me for that as yes. well. So that was all very exciting. By the way, if you're looking for a great solution or alternative to nail polish, check out Jamberry Nail Wraps. Friend of the show, superfan Jen, Jen's Jamberry, Jen's Jamberry.jamberrynails.net. Or you can go to her Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash jensjamberry.jamberrynails.net. Because that's also the name of her Facebook page. <laughs> and maybe Twitter. Jen's, she doesn't know Twitter. Jen's but. Jam and Nails. Check it out. Great okay. alternate. Lasts for up to two weeks on nails. So just six because weeks of tights. Tights and also skirts. I always want to wear skirts. You can skirts wear both. Look so just like on a hot summer day. The idea True. of wearing skirts yes. seems like such a great yes, plan. Yes, it's the best thing. I feel like I would get into trouble with chafing, but that's a separate issue. No. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever watched anyone masturbate without them knowing? No. Your answer is no? No. Oh, well, so when I was in Boy Scouts, I've heard, I've been in the uh, same space with somebody that's masturbating in the dark. I couldn't see them, but I could hear them. Do you know who it was? I don't know. Just one of my Boy Scout buddies. Okay. But I didn't hear, I didn't, um, I didn't see it, so. Did at the time, did you think, oh, that's pretty cool? No. no I, I didn't, didn't think, think of that. That's pretty cool. No. No. No, I didn't. Um, actually, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I came home unexpectedly um, from work one day, I think at lunch, and the ex-husband mm-hmm. at the time, current husband, was he a husband? He was my live-in boyfriend before we got married, yep. and I opened the door and he was in the bathroom masturbating and had turned the TV so that he could see it from the bathroom and was watching porn while wow. masturbating. So elaborate. So I saw him do that and he didn't know that was that at the time, but wow. then he saw me. Okay. Have you ever let someone watch you masturbate? Yeah. I mean, p- partners, not strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not strangers. I had to think about it for a minute. Why did you have to think about it? I just had to double check. I just had to think about it. Yeah, no. Just people that I was with sexually. Same. No. Okay. Well, does my dog count? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Do strangers on the internet count? Uh, (laughs) Yes, strangers on the internet would count. Okay. Um, Why have you done that? 
No. For strangers on the internet? No. Oh. I mean, I've made a video of it happening. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe it leaked out. <laughs> I put my phone into the hands of a Apple quote unquote genius at one time. So, wh- so who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, text me if you want that video. Okay. Um, did you ever walk in on your parents? All the time. All the time. My pa- and my my parents were like everybody. My my friend. All my friends knew my, my parents as having a very active sex life very like they were always all over each other and they would always be laughing and giggling and be like oh would you rather we would you rather we fight all the time or and then when i moved one of the rooms that i had in our house growing up i didn't really have a door on it i just had a huge flight of stairs going up to my room um because it was like a finished attic and my parents room was down the hall and we had those crappy hollow core doors that's mm-hmm. basically just i feel like it amplifies the sound yeah oh, awesome. i think adam says corolla says it all the time like it it makes it worse it makes it louder if anything else it doesn't actually block the sound and mm-hmm. my parents had a waterbed so there was um there yeah, it was obvious yeah there was a lot of that going on and i when i moved out of my parents house when i turned 18 i left i drove off with my friend dan we drove off uh, forgot something had to come back I swear, five minutes later, door was locked, blinds were shut, uh, knock on the door, knock on the door. Finally, my dad comes, not wearing a shirt. <laughs> yeah. What do you need? Mm-hmm. I just came back for whatever. He's like, okay, quick. I grabbed it and left. So anyway, yeah, my quite a bit. Quite, there was a lot of there was a lot of that that happened for me and my friends. <laughs> and then um, I, I know you. This is your favorite subject to talk about, but um, how I've decided that I think that they're into S and M. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Because I'll tell the story. Um, Ellie has. Do we say her name? Ellie. Yeah, we um, said her name okay. before. Pod daughter. Okay, pod. You just say pod um, daughter. She oh, has these toy um, handcuffs. Just those plastic, yeah, a little whatever. plastic toy hands. And they were in my car. And Ellie's like, um, "What does she call them? Bracelets?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, she said, uh, "Grandma, look, these are my bracelets." And um, she and your mom picked them up by her fingers, like, and she goes, "I don't even want to know what these are for." <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they're for you're... playing cops and robbers. <laughs> they're for. Yeah. What, what do you think they're for? I don't want to know what you think they're for. Why would Ellie be playing with them? Yeah. They wouldn't be in the car. Like, all the stuff. And then also, also nobody's going to use crappy plastic hands. Right. No, what is that going to do? Fall off. And then also, what is your dad into? Those things? Carabiners. Carabiners. My dad. He's my so dad into just carabiners. Just got this like messenger laptop bag, and it's no, it doesn't even fit a laptop. That's the thing. Obs- he's obsessed with it because yeah. the guy. I. I'm pretty sure he got it from a mall kiosk somewhere yes. uh but he, my dad just thinks it's the greatest bag ever in the world and has pointed out to me numerous times that me and me, you and your sister are gonna have to fight over this bag yeah. when i die because the salesperson told yeah. me it's gonna be around longer than any anybody else in this and family I said, oh it doesn't fit your laptop no this one doesn't fit and my it's laptop. got but it has like d- these metal d-rings all over it and my dad has like 50 carabiners attached to it but and not so Christy, holding anything yeah Christy is uh, thinks that it's like his his like travel sex bag. I think, I think where he can there's like... something. Why would you be that into it? And he always says people always comment about how many carabiners it holds. <laughs> but I mean, he works with a lot of young people. He's in the tech industry, and I wonder if they're going, "Hey, 
Wayne was oh should I not say it's fine. <laughs> I freaked out um what's up what's up how many carabiners can you get on that thing as you know <laughs> like yeah. when you make fun of a kid yeah okay <laughs> have you ever walked in on your parents no I heard them multiple times we lived in apartments most of my life yeah. with those said hollow cor- corridors mm-hmm. they also had a water bed so yeah that was yeah. Real, real exciting for me um did your parents ever walk in on you? No, that would have no. been a that would have been a, a huge deal with my family. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I grew up in a super Christian house, and so that would have been a big mm-hmm. no no. Like I wasn't even. I feel like I wasn't really even supposed to have girls in my room, or may, maybe it wasn't an issue because I didn't have a door or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I mean, it, but uh, then you still had sex in there. Yeah, yeah, one time, but they weren't home. Um, I did have tons of sex at my parents' house, even on their bed. Okay. Shout out to Jen. She knows what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Um, let's see. What is your favorite body part on you, on your body? On me? Mm-hmm. My favorite body part? Mm-hmm. I like my fingers. Okay. <laughs> or me my too. hands, I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like my hands. I have like really weird. I kind of I have like freakishly large hands and long arms. You're and like long, a monkey. Yeah, I'm like a monkey. Yeah. I'm like a monkey. Or, so. or not a monkey. Those ones that. that like actually draw and write things at the at the zoo. Orangutan. Yeah, you're yeah. like that. <laughs> like arms dragging on the ground type thing. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would have to pray. Just be my hands in general. I'm a fan okay. of my hands. Oh, either my hands or my calves. I like my calves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And should I say what my favorite body part of yours is? Sure. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, probably your face. My brain. My sexy, sexy brain. Well, No. <laughs> No. <laughs> My big, smart brain. <laughs> that must be it. Okay. Um, What's your favorite body part on you? Um, probably my boobs. Mm-hmm. Just because they're boobs. I can get behind that <laughs> and have. Ooh. Ah. So that's your favorite body part of mine, too? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just like, I mean, you're just such a strong woman, like, um, just, um, like, emotionally, like, I just really like your personality. Oh, you're just fun to be with. That's what they say to ugly girls. She's a really <laughs> you really have a cute nose too. Though, I'll say that. Anyway, this is getting weird. So <laughs> okay. Let's just keep yeah. going. Um, if someone like made a movie about you, what would they call it, and who would play you? I don't know what it would be called, but the guy from Boy Meets World, Fred Fred Savage's son or whatever is that brother brother not son uh i when before that guy hit puberty me and him are like dead ringers for each other so probably that guy yes no before you both hit puberty. yeah 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 but, uh, so probably it's that like guy. actually weird and um yeah i mean i don't know somebody else would probably i, I don't know what it would be called but that guy would play it for me it would be called a really boring movie, I guess. I don't know. Homeschool. <laughs> yeah. Movie. It would be called Homeschooled. That's what the movie would Home. be called. Yes. Homeschooled. H-O-L-M-E. Schooled. Because my last name is Holmes. It would what get up? downloaded a lot because people would think it was the actually good movie of Homeschool. <laughs> is that a movie? <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Oh. Uh, what's that movie called? Old school? Old school. <laughs> People think it was old yeah. school. Delete that, oh too, because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Um, if you want um, me to start editing out the parts where you sound like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> be an ass. Um, 
I let's just we're like twenty five minutes in. I know we haven't even started. Oh my god! I have no idea what the movie would be called. Um, because I named my blog my my so called job, mm-hmm. and I kind of um want I I always pictured it not as a book but more of a TV show. Um, so maybe I would say that. And I've never okay. So when I was younger, um. Okay, when I was in junior high, people called me DJ Tanner, uh-huh. Candace Cameron. <coughs> I also got Drew Barrymore a lot. Okay. Um, and then uh, tennis player Lindsay Davenport. Everybody look her up. Okay. Lindsay Davenport. Okay, next. Uh, How many is, more questions do we have from... Three. Okay. What is the most annoying habit Jeremy has? Um, that he's addicted to his phone. Oh, okay. What's the most annoying habit that I have? Uh, I'm not just saying this. I can't really think of anything that you do on a repeated basis that bothers me. That's good. Yeah. Except for not tell you when you're annoying me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, I think that sometimes you don't speak up when you should. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes you're a little bit of a peacekeeper mm-hmm. in the not good sense. Like you in to try and just like not rock the boat mm-hmm. or like keep whatever you'll just keep quiet. And when you really should speak out about like something that you're feeling or frustrated about or whatever. Yeah. That's a classic case of oldest daughter of an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I did have this thought today. Mm-hmm. I had this thought today because I was like doing something on my phone while Ellie and then like Ellie walked over to me while I was on this chair on the phone or something and Mm -hmm. I was like maybe what if I like tried to like set a goal so that like Ellie never saw me be on my phone that would be nice I feel like that would be a good place to start baby steps I mean never is probably a little (laughs) I'm not gonna go all the way there but maybe let's just cut back on phone time when the daughter's around (laughs) um how many times a day do you think about sex Oh, a lot. A lot. A lot. Multiple times an hour, probably. Yeah, I've never really counted. I mean, there are times, obviously, like, if I'm at work or something and I'm in a groove, like, doing worky work stuff, um, and then my weird coworker comes in with their bare feet, then I'm not. Yeah. There's, like, it's as far away from sex as I could be, probably, but... um, That's one of those things that you're going to think about when you don't want to have a a weird boner. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to think about her feet. Yeah. So, I mean, multiple times an hour, for sure. I I don't know because I've never kept track, but I can tell you. You Should get one of those little clickers. (laughs) Because I would, I just it would be like the clicker at Costco. I mean, because how many times a day do I think about it? I don't know. How many times a day do I wish I was having it? I think for me, I'd like the minimum of three times per day. First thing when you wake up, and of course, right before you go to sleep, and then like a midday midday snack type thing. (laughs) Okay. Um, have you ever stolen anything? Oh yeah. What's your favorite? What, uh, what kind of thing? What do you mean? T- tell me a story. Uh, well, when I was a kid, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. You've stolen my heart. Oh jeez. Um, gonna want to When I was a kid, I, we went to Disneyland and, um, I was old. We went there a couple times, but I was old enough that I was off on my own a lot just kind of wandering around like my parents would just say be back at star tours at five or whatever and we would just have free range and i probably stole i probably stole like 30 to 40 dollars worth of like snacks and food and little toys a day while we were there (laughs) like i would just walk into the little shops and just grab stuff that i wanted like i was shopping and then just walk out with it 
and that was that was probably the height of my I used to shoplift a little bit but not too much the I really just in the Disneyland Disney World or Disneyland I for some reason just really kind of let let go there but I um I never got caught but I definitely mm. tapered it down after that and uh don't really make a habit of that kind of stuff now oh. yeah. um I did I think that the first time I ever got caught doing it, um, what, or that I ever did it, I, I'm terrible at lying. I would always get caught. So I, I just am, am really bad at it. So I think, you know, those Nick candy, those Brock's candies that are kind of the first bulk foods that ever were. Yeah. And they're on the end caps usually of, mm-hmm. at the grocery mm-hmm. store. I liked the white nugget ones with the jelly weird jelly spots in it okay and i think i put a couple of those in my pocket and then i forgot about them and then when my mom did laundry she found it yeah and i got in huge trouble so um okay so these are two from facebook okay and then we're done i mean i'm done okay so and we're just beginning (laughs) Alyssa, friend of the show Alyssa, not friend of the show she's never been on the show Oh, is that how you get friend of the show status? Yeah. Friend of the show means you're on the show. Oh, friend of my heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alyssa, she says, when are you coming to visit and can you please recount all the ways you love me? (laughs) Well, there's too many to count and this would be a three to four hour long podcast if I just, (laughs) and no one would want to listen. Yeah. Um, I wish I could visit. I'm also jobless. She lives in San Francisco. Yes. Um, I would love to visit. I love her family. Um, her dad is this uh, crazy British guy who is a lot like Michael Caine, mm-hmm. and he's tries to be all grumpy and crotchety, but he's not at all. And mm. he is—he's so funny, and I love it. And I love them, and I love San Francisco. And you sound like a child. I do. And I love this, and I love this, and I love and my dog, my and I love this shirt. <laughs> um, so. Also, let's not spend too much time on this because it's not like Alyssa ever listens to the podcast. She said she listens. What? Really? Yeah. I said, if you if, if you promise to listen, I'll give you a shout out. And she said, I listen. Oh, my gosh. Well, Alyssa, you need to start participating a little bit in our uh, online interactions yeah. as a show. I'll just give one thing. We did a road trip with Alyssa and her boyfriend, Craig, mm-hmm. last year. Went to San yeah. Francisco. Um, drove fun. there and flew home. And we, Jeremy... Every time we stopped at a gas station, we'd get some kind of weird meat byproduct yeah. in a tube. Beef stick or pickle, he, pi- lots of pickled sausages. And Alyssa and I are very grossed out. She's a almost vegan. Mm-hmm. And so he want, he got something at the first place, Yeah, right? very first stop. Called a little, little chub. Little chub. So little, then we decided. Little chub is a pickled jalapeno sausage. Sausages that you were regretting the entire. It was literally like, um, yeah, it was like like one of those Vienna sausages. There was no like give to it. There was no casing. There was no. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's not a pleasant thing. Not only were you regretting it, the whole car was regretting that. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, really bad. So we just called ourselves Team Little Chub the entire road trip. Yeah. Mm Okay. So last question. This comes from Lisa Chan. She actually. Um, was a friend of mine in junior high and we recently just reconnected via Mm. Facebook and she said, what advice, if any, would you offer budding nerdette girls for through sixth grade? Um, what would you have wanted your middle school self to know about surviving high school? I guess Mm. that's two questions. Um, I 
what I uh, answering both of these, I guess, is that I wish that roller derby was around when I was in junior high and high school. We've gone to see um, Chris Neverett's daughters do it, and it just seems amazing. It seems like a girl power type situation. They dress the way I dressed, but uh, I kind of got made fun of. Um, it was really hard to be an individual punky type nerdy girl yeah growing up on the east side <laughs> yep um with a bunch of rich bitches <laughs> so <laughs> um that was really hard i would say um just be yourself and i i really wish in high school i guess in high school i was kind of over in junior high i really cared a lot about what people thought about me and i wish i had gotten over that earlier mm -hmm. in high school i didn't i just didn't give a fuck anymore yep so that's what i would do yeah Thank you for the questions and i would say i would say to the f fourth or sixth grade or whatever um to are, are we speaking to the parent here whatever so i would say um do everything you can to foster especially with girls um they oftentimes statistically show a lot of interest in fields like math and science stuff as when they're young but just because of the conditioning that exists in our culture a lot of the times they're pulled away from that as they get older and the i was trying to find the actual statistic but i know that um <clears throat> by the time they get to college the percentage of women that are pursuing careers in um education in specifically like math and science and stuff like that mm -hmm. uh drastically reduces from <clears throat> elementary school age so i would say just try and do everything you can to foster that i guess I, I know that's a big goal that i have with my daughter my daughter's about to turn four and um she's super into airplanes and space stuff and well Hopefully i can't force her to i'm like the the stage dad of science. space <laughs> stuff <laughs> like <laughs> like you're still young enough that we could make this astronaut thing work, Ellie. We well, gotta start learning this now. We have to do stuff like that because on the on the other days of the week, we're it's Barbies and princesses, <laughs> so we don't want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like we we uh, we're um, members at the Museum of Flight here in Seattle, and we try and go there quite a bit. Next weekend, they actually have a model rocket day <laughs> where uh, I was just looking at tickets yesterday. I think I'm gonna take her to that. It's like five dollars, and you go and. Sure. You get a it. rocket, and you get to build the rocket together and decorate, and then you go out to the parking lot of the Museum of Flight, and everybody's shooting off the rocket. So I would just say, yeah, just um, try and do stuff like that. And read a lot. Because it's good. And read a lot. Uh, all right. Well, I have some – Let's. Well, some of these are going to go quick. Jeez, we're already 40 minutes into this. <laughs> but um, So I'll go through mine from Jen real quick. Okay. Um, do you ever scream your ex or ex's name during sex? No. I don't really scream anything during sex, but mm -mm. Uh, I suppose when there has been talking, <laughs> I, I've never, I've never had that happen. You? No. Yes. No. Uh, do you believe in God, and can you explain it to a commoner such as myself so I can understand it? There's a lot of uh, questions in here um, mm -hmm. relating to God, and. Uh, do you think we should table that and have a whole episode? Yeah, I think that maybe I'll say this much. I, I kind of nerd out about religion and mm -hmm. stuff. So maybe, yeah, maybe we should do a whole episode about okay. it. All, the the short version is that I'm um, I'm an agnostic um, or I don't I don't know. And I used to be very, very sure not only that God 
existed, but kind of had what God was and had an understanding of that. And I've come to a place now of, um, I would say there was a guy named uh, Mike McHargue, I think his name is, or Science Mike. He travels around with Rob Bell quite a bit. He's this speaker guy, and he was a uh, Christian turned a scientist turned atheist turned Christian again. And I heard him telling his story and he talked about reaching a point in his life where he was ide- ideologically, he was very much an atheist and exper- experientially, I think is the mm-hmm. phrase. He was a, um, he, he believed in God. And I, I kind of feel like that because I'm kind of an intellectual, like I don't intellectual makes it sound like I think I'm really smart. I don't think I'm that smart, but I'm very kind of like analytical. Mm -hmm. And even when I was really active in the Christian community, I identified much more with atheists just because of the way they think and like just that logic. Um, and I've always been a fan of science. So I, 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 ideologically I'm there, but, um, experientially just the things that I've experienced in my life, I, I, I feel like I have, there has to be something out there. You know, I just look Mm -hmm. at, I just look at the universe and it, I just feel like there, yeah, yeah. That's the short version. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we already know that you've kissed a man. Have you ever had any other gay intentions? <laughs> Explain. I have kissed a man, and um, I no, multiple men. have never multiple men. I've never really had. I but mean, there's been explain explain the. It wasn't romantic kisses. Yeah, it wasn't like I was like making out. It was like well, there was one time that there was a little tongue, I think. But really, yeah, that but, time outside. Yeah, that guy. But um, uh, but mostly it was just friendly kisses on the lips yeah 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 just okay kind so of keep innocent, going whatever you're about um, to say your gay intentions so i don't i don't know i mean i would say uh, what's the phrase that people use hetero flexible like i've i've never really been like m- drawn to men in the sense of like i really want to like like think about it all the time in the same way that i think about women mm-hmm. but i find men attractive all the time and um i am super comfortable i guess with my sexuality Mm -hmm. and um i don't yeah i don't know if that is i feel like that's kind of a generic answer but do you you find men attractive like you would say i i would want to have a relationship with them or have sex with them yeah yeah i mean like there's attraction there at some level but Mm -hmm. i'm not like thinking about them sexually the same way i might think about a woman sexually okay like it's not going to quite that place and I, I don't necessarily see that. I mean, I don't want to never say never, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily see that ever be something that is going to be a part of my life, I guess. But that said, I am very, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was, mm-hmm. What was the question? Um, um, do I have gay tendencies? Or that's just for you? Oh, I don't know. Oh. We already know that you've kissed a man. Do you have? Uh, how about you? Well, you were with a <laughs> woman for six months to uh two Yeah, years. I would never do that again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why the hell do you think space is so in- interesting? <laughs> uh, I'm just fascinated by it. It's the just the sheer scale of the sheer scale of space is what blows me away on a regular basis. Like it's just something that I can't. It's so difficult to to comprehend just how big the universe is, and it just fascinates me. And I want to I want to know more about it. I want to explore it. I want to get out there. Like it's I'll just I mean shoot. We were sitting having coffee the other day, and I, I was just like staring at the sky 
and I'll just stare at the moon sometimes. I'm just dumbfounded. Like, I'm just so fascinated by it. I just look into, <laughs> look into the heavens and I just want to know more. I want to know why it's there. <laughs> why is it so, why, yeah, I find it fascinating. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't that go against everything Christians believe? In regards to the space stuff, I guess. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it does. Even, I mean, even as a Christian, I was very into space and science and all that kind of stuff. Or even as a, you know, in my much more, uh, I don't know, Christian. I'm sure that there days. are people. Um, I mean, there's people that think that Jesus lived during dinosaur times. So yeah. there's yeah. idiots for everything. <laughs> right. Right. So I mean, and and they um. Yeah, but it doesn't go. You can be you can be a scientist and be a you can be a scientist and be a devout you know Bible believing Christian. Uh, there are definitely ways to do that. And my dad, my dad is very much like mm-hmm. that, and he's very very fascinated with space himself. And I mean, if anything, uh, I think that a lot of people look to space and they look to just the vastness of the universe and they look at this insane complexity of life and they they look at that and they say that points to a creator there's no way that all of this stuff just happened like it had to happen for a reason something had to make it so it's it's usually there's two conclusions that come out of that either there has to be something or there isn't anything yeah it's interesting that way yeah go ahead so that's uh that's all the questions from jen Okay. So I have a couple from Facebook, and then we'll jump into the website stuff, which is the interesting. Website blew up today, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, somebody did. Um, I just learned a question that um, I just learned something about you today. I mean, I've known you for over a year. I asked you when we were at the baseball game, Coke or Pepsi, and you answered Pepsi. And yeah, I well, I mean, I'll go, it. I'll go either way. But if I get yeah, the pick, I'll, I'll lean go either Pepsi. way. Um, <laughs> But I can't believe that. Okay. I can't believe I'm dating someone that is a Pepsi person. Okay. What's really funny is I have a very strong stance anti-Pepsi, yet I don't drink brown soda at all. Okay. So it's very funny. And also, if I were to drink soda, my go-to would be Mountain Dew, which is a Pepsi product. But I'm very anti-adamant mm-hmm. anti-Pepsi. Okay. Okay. Uh... All right, so these are from listener Tad. Actually, I don't know if he's a listener, but he's a friend of mine um, on Facebook. And he has these questions. Uh, pickles, dill or sweet? Or not at all? Dill. Yeah, I'm a dill guy myself. There is room for sweet in some things, but mostly dill. Yeah. Um, is chivalry dead? Um, I don't think so. I would say, yeah, I would say that chivalry... Uh, it depends on what you mean, right? Because I think when a lot of people say, is chivalry dead? They say, oh, if I try and open a door for a woman, she's mm-hmm. going to get pissed at me. And, you know, that's what they like. That That's the context that you hear that a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. I think that chivalry uh, can oftentimes come off as misogynistic because at its very core, it can be about like, oh, let man being the stronger person help a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I don't think it's dead because I, I think that the underlying concept is just don't be an asshole and be nice right. to other people, regardless of gender. Like, let's take the gender mm-hmm. out of it and let's just say, don't be a dick. Right. And in that case, no, chivalry's not dead. Just don't be a dick. Open the door for anybody. <laughs> well, right. Open the, these, this is my stance on it. Open the door for anyone that's coming. If they're there. And, you know, it's a public place. You see that you see someone coming, hold the door open for them. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Be a good citizen. Um, secondly, 
don't be weird when people do things for you. Yeah. On the other hand, if other people, if if someone, if a man or a woman wants to hold the door open for you, don't be a dick. Just take it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I consider myself a feminist, and I also think it's really sweet when Jeremy opens the car door for me. Yeah, it's very sweet. Why do you think? So don't sweet? be a dick. Don't be a dick, guys. No. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would say more than anything, just be conscious of how your actions might affect other people. Mm -hmm. Like I sometimes look at the way people behave and I'm, I am just like, I don't know how somebody could possibly be that checked out or wrapped up in themselves to not realize how their behavior is going to affect somebody else. Just think it through in everything you do in the little things and in the big things when you're standing in line, like, yeah. Okay. Um, how do you get to heaven? (laughs) <laughs> I guess that would we can kind of cover that in this. Is that Tad? Yeah, oh. that would infer that I, Tad is a very devout uh, okay. Christian. So I don't, you know, through Jesus Christ, Tad. That's the only way. Or on the top of a very large rocket. <laughs> that's what I would say. I would say um, on the tail of a kite. On the tail of a kite. Do you okay. know that song? No. It's like a Girl Scout camp song. Um, I don't believe in hell. And I don't know if I believe in heaven. I yeah. 100% don't believe in hell. Mm-hmm. I think that's ridiculous. Um, heaven, I don't know if I believe in. So that's that. Yeah. I would say that if there is a heaven, uh, you don't earn your way there. Everyone I don't think, just goes? I don't think that it's something that you uh, earn by like doing a certain amount of good things or whatever. As my but devout I guess Christian just... friend told me, if you don't know who's throwing the party, you're not invited. <laughs> I used to always tell people when I was a pastor, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I get it. Uh, it means it doesn't matter how much you've read the Bible or how many Bible verses you can spout off or uh-huh. what you've done or what you haven't done or whatever. It's about who you know. So as long as you knew Jesus and had a relationship with him, then you were good to go. It's okay. not what you know, it's who you know. Got another right people to get in. Just like a good party. And heaven apparently is the best party on earth. Well, not on uh, earth. Yeah. Um, and well, can I say that I'm debate. glad I didn't know you then? Yeah. I think a lot of people are. Um, all right. So we're going to jump into the website questions now. Okay. Uh, frozen yogurt. Great food or greatest food? Those are the only two choices. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of over it. It's on the bubble with me. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we use that as a poop potty treat. Yeah, every time my daughter would go poop on the toilet, every time pod daughter would go poop on the toilet, we would get um, poop. Yeah. We would get poop. We would get uh, ice cream. Frozen yogurt. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm not nuts about it. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's decent. Every time I get it, I always end up regretting it because I just feel kind of gross right. after I eat it. So um, I would say the answer to that is Baskin Robbins pralines and cream ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How much <laughs> longer do you give Mars Hill before the ceiling finally caves in on Driscoll and the elders? Oh, I think within a, within the year. Yeah. So I think something pretty drastic is yeah. going to happen soon. I mean, he's already Mark Driscoll's already stepped stuff. way out of the uh, public, sphere. public sphere, and the church is just everything they do is under incredible scrutiny right now. Even and people that are devout are saying, "Well, Mark, Mark isn't isn't the last word." There are and lots. That's not what their stance was <laughs> even six months ago. So, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. It's an it's interesting, interesting to watch it happen. Story that I'm, in, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, 
a little bit feel for the guy too, like and just for some of the people there. I do not. Uh, I, I feel sorry just, for the people that are there yeah. and that followed him kind of blindly. I just blindly. can't imagine what it's like to have every little thing that you do. Yeah, don't be a dick. Go back to don't be a dick. If yeah. he wasn't a dick and a misogynist and an asshole, then everything he did wouldn't be scrutinized. Yeah. Okay. Uh, even when I disagreed with his theology, I still listened to a lot of his sermons and stuff because he did have a lot of interesting insights on uh, organizational dynamics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I would say it's it's I give it a, I think that a, a year from now, that church, if it exists, is going to be a completely different. different thing than it is now. Um, it's going to be it already is happening that it's going to be kind of like Walmart. So whenever a Walmart announces it's going to come in, there's signatures, uh, petitioners, and um, people go to city council, and that's already starting to happen in those um, when they're announcing new churches. Yeah. Is Lana Del Rey self-parody, oblivious, or just all hype? Also, do you know who Lana Del Rey is? Yes. I kind of do, and uh, I don't know enough about music because I just don't really care all that much about music. Yeah. I mean, I like listening to it, but I'm not like – I just can't get into it. Like even one of my favorite podcasts, Grapes of Rad, Mm -hmm. they are really into music, and every time they have a musician on – actually, most podcasts, if they have a musician on and they're playing – I don't listen. You know, they're playing music and stuff. I just can't Musicians are the worst guests ever. Yeah, I mean, beyond that, that's not even necessarily true, I don't think. Sometimes it is. I just, for me personally, I'm just not into music enough to to care. I like what I like in that kind of stop. I was really, really, really into music in the 90s Mm -hmm. um, when I was, you know, going to shows all the time. And my musical taste kind of just froze there. Yeah. So... I, which I, I guess is a normal type thing. Yeah. So I like what I like. If I hear something, I like it. But other than that. So I would say, I don't think she's checked. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, monorail, pro or con? The monorail in the state that it's in now? Yeah. Just Ugh. as monorail, pro or con. I will go with, uh, while you're thinking of your answer, I'm going to go with pro. I like it. I feel like it's so... It goes like, like so 10 much. city blocks. I know. I wish that it would Two of them collided and, and they so go many, five miles an hour. And so many... Um, and it, just as Seattle is so good at doing, we take an incredibly interesting, innovative idea and execute it so poorly. Yeah, so. just like legal marijuana. Legal yeah, marijuana. yeah. What's happening with the, the $15 minimum wage? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the monorail I think is great. We uh, just talk about it too much and there's too many um, hippy-dippy people yeah. involved in it. When we were talking about it, pl- extending the monorail and they had planning committees and I just hundreds and thousands of Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars went into whether we should do it or not, committees and this and that and mm-hmm. this and that. And we voted on it and it passed and then it didn't pass and then it did pass and nothing happened and tons of money got wasted, mm-hmm. which is very Just indicative like the, of the, the way that Seattle do, does things. And like the one of the great examples that I love is we just recently got this big Ferris wheel thing down on the waterfront. A private business came in. <laughs> A private business came in. They said, we're going to put a Ferris wheel here. And it was up and operational in like three months or something ridiculous like that. There wasn't five billion planning committees. So I just – I feel like maybe it's our city government or something, but we just cannot execute (laughs) plans as a city. So 
Anyway, yeah. So I and also you mentioned it there. So the monorail is uh, like a tram thing and that runs. It's an elevated tram and there's two tracks side by side. And for some reason, when they built the monorail, they, there's a spot on the tracks that if the two monorails going on the track pass each other in this spot this sounds like an algebra problem they're going to crash into each other if two super (laughs) stupid there's there's a spot on the track where if they pass each other they're gonna crash and they regularly do that which is insane i don't know like i feel like if i took my almost four-year-old daughter and said let's build a train together she would know not to do that what is happening wants to play oh. um so yeah i mean i'm i'm pro light rail and i can't wait till that gets completed i think they always yeah. add new places but it's um 2020 when it's going to be done okay so this one came in from uh both uh, it came in anonymously on the website uh it also came in from mike frizzell uh at drew mcfrizz on twitter and it came in from jeremy of the eureka podcast who is uh at ain't no swayze on twitter and um so we get it guys it said uh why you know mary christie and pay her bills (laughs) (laughs) someone wrote that yeah so what they came all three of those what it came it came in on the website as why you know mary christie and pay her bills that was the anonymous person is that for my and then on twitter oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) papa q no wonder he hates me um uh, on Twitter, it came in as, when are you two going to stop living in sin and get married? <laughs> so, uh, first, well, those are two separate issues, getting yes. married and paying her bills. We yeah. do have some shared bills and some shared expenses that we share to a certain extent. Second of all, uh, I could not afford her bills <laughs> because I, uh, which is why I'm not a homeowner and she is. <laughs> <laughs> but also speaking to that, I've always paid my own bills. Yeah. Even when I had a husband, I paid his bills and my bills. Yeah. So I don't need anyone to pay my stuff. Uh, and as to why we're not getting married, uh, because we've both been divorced. Yeah. And uh, marriage so, is not something that we've really ever discussed, but we haven't really been really together awkward. long enough, to, yeah. in my opinion, anyway. This is literally the first time we're <laughs> ever talking about marriage and it's happening on a Love. podcast. <laughs> So, uh, you know, uh, we Except really haven't that's been not together. True. Like our this the second time we ever hung out, you we talked about our divorces. Uh-huh. So we've talked about marriage in that way. I guess, yeah. I okay. I just I'm not even really sure that I see the point of marriage. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it just seems, yeah, I'm just, I think that I'm maybe kind of one of those people that's just doesn't, I just don't see the point of it. So you'll be a disappointment to your mother forever. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, but we've already done that. Yeah. <laughs> my poor mother. Uh, in the back of my brain, this is another one from the website. In the back of my brain, I can never forget that someone has cheated on a spouse or a business partner and hold it against them. Is that fair? So... They they constantly hold against if they've cheated. If somebody, so if somebody they know has cheated on a spouse or a business partner, Mm -hmm. then this person holds that, holds it against them. And is that fair? What I would say to that is, uh, that's no way. I mean, you are entitled to, you're entitled to feel however you want. Um, if that person is, 
if if it's a resentment, uh, it it would, and you hold that resentment against them, and it's somebody that's in your life uh, for an, on a regular basis. That's not that's not going to be fun for you, <laughs> whoever the person is. It's not going to be fun for you, and it's probably going to affect the way you treat them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always heard it said, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping that the other person will die. Right. So when you hold resentments against people, it's it doesn't. Um, it, it doesn't do any good for you or for the other person, and it just makes you miserable. So to, to whoever you are, um, I would encourage you to try Either and work through that on your end. Or cut um, that person out. Or cut them mm-hmm. out, yeah, or just don't have them in your life because it's going gonna, it's gonna to make your life difficult. Yeah, I have so. a couple people in my life that are really crazy about holding grudges. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point it's... 10 15 years later and they're still angry and they can't, don't even remember what they're angry about and i just feel that it takes a lot of energy to be that mad yeah 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 Why i mean i was calories? cheated on and i still don't hold a grudge about that yeah yeah i mean i would say that mm, through even maybe it's because of all the horrible things i've done to other people <laughs> or something or mm-hmm. like the amount of sh- just nasty disgusting gross things that i've done in relationships and stuff like but i i feel like i'm a pretty forgiving person (laughs) including like Mm -hmm. probably sometimes almost to a full with with some people in in my life Mm -hmm. Uh, it's gotten me in trouble i mean i don't i don't know yeah 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 okay uh that was that one has pod daughter ever been leashed in public absolutely not (laughs) i'm trying to think if we've done something funny leashed yeah no i don't do no. uh i don't do not like the parents leashes. she went through a time where she thought she was a dog remember <laughs> no you don't remember when she was went through a thing where she wanted to be a dog and she would like oh eat, yeah mm-hmm. eat like <laughs> want to drink food out of, off the floor uh-huh. and she would only communicate in barks yeah yeah so i think that she had us put one of brody's leashes on but as a like, yeah i think all kids go through that Maybe. thing where they think they're a cat or a dog and i will say i such. don't put leashes on her but when she's just getting out of control and insane in public mm-hmm. i always offer to just put her on my shoulders or carry her mm-hmm. because it helps kind of wrangle her right. in and makes stuff easier she's all of a sudden she used to be kind of and i think this is something with almost four-year-olds that they go through this she used to be kind of scared she never would um go away from us like a certain she had kind of a safety bubble yeah and, she's and all of a sudden she's become a, she's become a runner a little, is what she <laughs> yeah she's on the run yeah. when she ran away from us at the store the other day that was a mini heart attack yeah. um wh- what was your first lesbian experience like me well yeah i've never had a lesbian experience unfortunately oh. um weird and scary but also <laughs> Um, comforting or something. No, oh, but also comforting because the the we haven't really gotten into this much about um the reason why it even was happening is I had we had my marriage was like done mm-hmm. and he had cheated on me a bunch and I was really um just broken from it even though I didn't want to be with him and it was my idea to just be over it. Yeah. Um, I just felt like I had failed and broken and and just it was awful and I. And she was my best friend and it was someone that listened to me and, um, it was comforting. Mm-hmm. So then that's, that's basically why it happened. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, yeah, same, same, same for me. Uh, <laughs> is it okay to put your boob microphone pick in my spank bank? 
Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Tristy says, I want to yes, know who said please. that so that I can spank bank you spank banking my. <laughs> well, yeah. So the most DM successful me. interaction that we've ever had <laughs> on our on our Facebook page was, of course, a picture of a microphone jammed in. Christy's I will put boobs. pictures of my cleavage or boobs up anytime if it helps. <laughs> there we go, guys. There we go. DM me, um, whoever that is. G- oh, why does Christy want Jeremy to talk to less people? Oh. <laughs> I think you should field that one. Uh, the Probably because, so when me and Christy first got together, there was, um, we weren't really officially together. We didn't have a lot of, we didn't have like the talk, the define the relationship talk, but we were in effect dating. We were spending Every day together, basically. Um, And while that was going on, I was also having interactions uh, via text message and other methods with uh, other women that I had met online. And um, had we been in a relationship, me and Christy been in a relationship, it definitely would have been to, uh, with the boundaries that we have now, it definitely would have been something that she considered cheating. And uh, that was... I. Yeah, I mean, that's the short version, I guess. I, I spent a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was trying to hook up with girls on Twitter. That's <laughs> and, and, um, uh, and then later on, when we actually were in a relationship, um, I, although I never cheated on her with another girl, like physically did anything, um, after, even after we did say, okay, we are in a relationship, and she made it clear, like, these are the boundaries. Like, if you're going to do this, don't do it. You know, if you're going to whatever, don't do Like, then we need to talk about it. Um, I st- continued some of those uh, w- what I would call inappropriate relationships. And so she wanted th- – that's why it's kind of turned into a thing where she talks about uh, me talking to less people. <laughs> I need to talk to less people online mm-hmm. and less people on Twitter and stuff like that because – And yeah. by that, I just mean – Canadians, yeah. Drunk Canadians. <laughs> they were all Canadians yes. that I was talking to. <laughs> Are you, um, is that adequate? Is that a fair assessment? Yes. Well, you came up with the talk less. Yeah. Because you, because I said I wanted to meet people. Yeah. In well, person. yeah, but you've also, I mean, you've, it's, it's definitely something that you've talked about and alluded to quite a bit. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> so, okay. And I mean, this wasn't just, I mean, this was, Six months ago. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Well, one of one of them, yeah. The latest. Well, okay. hopefully the latest and last one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there won't be. If if there's another one, that's uh, there will be no more podcast, as you know it, because me and you won't be me and you. Right. Which wow. almost happened the last time. Let's just time. get in real. <laughs> this is like. Okay. Um, Jeremy, given your toilet paper usage issues, have you considered just using the three seashells, the three shells instead? Which I believe is a reference to Demolition Man, I think. Where somebody comes back, somebody is like cryogenically frozen and comes back and instead of toilet paper, they have three seashells. And nobody knows what they're for, but it has something to do with wiping. So, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, I've I tried just... using shells to wipe and uh, it has caused um, a lot of rectal damage yes. to my uh, rectum. What is it called <laughs> when your butt just falls out? A prolapse. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. he has a prolapse. That's anus. usually, that's a little different situation. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you have it from that too, but also from the seashells. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck woodchuck wood? That's just somebody being into. I didn't meant to even just skip over. Okay. Don't ask stupid questions, guys. They don't. People say that there's not stupid questions. There's no stupid questions. That is a stupid question. Yeah. So. And that's not true. There's lots of stupid questions. <laughs> yeah, and that is one of them. Uh, I ordered an Amazon Fire TV and a big bottle of medicated powder using your Amazon link. They thank have you. both arrived. What should I watch first? First of all, thank you. If anybody else wants to, go to our website, nerdoutloudpod.com, click on the Amazon link, and buy stuff. Uh, so, yeah, what would you say to watch on the uh, Amazon Fire TV? Oh, yeah, and also, check it out, guys. Medicated, Gold Bond's Medicated Body Powder. Get the blue stuff. Splurt. It's a little extra, but it's a blue bottle. Stay away. The yellow works, the yellow bottle of Gold Bond's. Get the medicated stuff, the blue stuff. It, it will give yourself a little splash of that on your crotch on a nice hot day. It is like a thousand little minty elves scrubbing your balls, and it is the most fantastic feeling in the world. What about for people that don't have balls? Well, you're about to experience what it's like to have them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I would say if you're going to watch something on your Amazon Fire TV, mm-hmm. go check out the critically acclaimed documentary Lunacy featuring <laughs> friend of the show, Chris Carson. Yes. <laughs> I would say uh, my top would be Friday Night Lights, Arrested Development, um, yeah. Breaking Bad. If you're looking for a show, if you're looking for shows to watch that are available on streaming, definitely Breaking Bad is a good one, but probably everybody's seen Breaking Bad. Friday Night Lights, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen, and I didn't think I was going to like it because I thought it was a stupid, cheesy like high school drama I still mm-hmm. think about all the time, and I wish that I could watch it for the first time again. So and I would definitely check that out. When he started that, when he, fart started, when, he fart, when he started episode one, I said that to him. I'm like, man, I wish I could be watching this for the first time. <laughs> And he just like rolled his eyes and thought it was dumb. And now he says it all the time. Yeah, I still think if, about it. If I we hear Coach the theme Taylor, song like... or something that sounds like he's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should put that in. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And if you're besides TV shows, there are a lot of really good, weird documentaries on Netflix. So I would, there's, uh, if you search for Paul Watson, there's, I think there's two really good documentaries on Netflix about Sea Shepherd. I would go check those out. Those are both really interesting. <laughs> it's kind of a cool story. Um, there's a documentary called Marwin Call that is about a That's guy really that is a war veteran that has, is dealing with his extreme mental illness and PTSD by creating an entire world in his backyard out of um, Barbies and dolls. And it's a very like intricate and it has just a insane twist at the end. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary called I Like Killing Flies that's about uh, the restaurant that a lot of people think the soup Nazi guy in oh, Seinfeld yeah, is based off of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, those oh. are some... Those here's, are some good ones to check out. Here's a funny one that it was the, I think, wasn't it the third or fourth time we hung out? You had me come <laughs> over to your house or yeah. at the time it was the church church room in the, the church. Basement to, of the church that to I lived watch in. a movie and what was it? Uh, this film is not yet rated. Yeah, so watch that I and think about. I thought would be about... a great idea. It was literally one of the first times that we hung out and uh, th- I think the first time that you came back to my place yes. and I, yeah, 
It is a movie about the MPAA, which is the organization that rates movies. And it's going to make you really mad. It basically, but... yeah. First of all, it'll make you really mad. Second of all, it is filled with incredibly graphic sex and violent scenes because it's, it's explaining why things were rated NC-17 or rated R and the stuff they cut out and the stuff they included. And it's incredibly graphic and awkward. So it was not the best choice. Hindsight 2020, not the best choice. Or the best choice. Yeah. Except for you fell asleep. Um, that one is not, that was a suggestion on a book that I should read. Which was it? Uh, how to piss in public oh the death of cool the death of cool we'll add it to the list we're gonna actually pick that next week i decided jesus okay uh the the last one does god exist and we kind of covered that already but the my answer is i don't know um mine as well (laughs) did we get to did i say the one jeremy are you an atheist no oh Jeremy, are you an atheist? Was one. The answer is no. (laughs) No, I'm not an atheist. But that said, I really, for the most part, like atheists unless they're like weirdly like outspoken and obnoxious about their atheism Mm -hmm. and like have decided it's their mission in life to just shit on everybody that has a religious experience Mm -hmm. and try like, oh, well, what's that? Your entire worldview is shaped by (laughs) this like higher power that you believe in. (laughs) Well, that doesn't exist. (laughs) Let me try and dismantle that for you in the name of logic. To me, the people that are extreme uh, religious and extreme anti-religious are on the same ends of the spectrum because they both are adamant that something exists and that something doesn't exist and no one knows yeah no one knows for sure yeah and so that is yeah so this next one this is the one that started it all this is the the big question and it's kind of a multi-part one okay. uh but i'm just gonna break it down bit by bit is jeremy in aa <laughs> okay and my when we put that on the website i said my answer was doesn't one of those a's stand for anonymous <laughs> okay first of all so i will say this uh drinking is not part of my life right now <laughs> i am sober um and that's for well also for legal reasons regarding some of the stuff that i'm going through i'm actually in um some programs which makes it sound like i got like a dui or something mm-hmm. i didn't get a dui and yeah. the legal issues that i'm having have nothing to do with drinking um but that said because i'm in some like programs regarding parenting just regarding stuff um and as part of that i can't drink um that said when i <laughs> when i'm done with that thing that i'm going through and i can legally drink again i'm not sure that i'm going to it's not i don't think it's going to be something that i jump back into um i just i don't do things half speed very Mm -hmm. well and um i also um the thought of having a beer to me is not uh that doesn't sound fun i want to have all the beers. All the beers. Yeah. <laughs> and, we all. Um, uh, and, you know, oftentimes when people consume large amounts of alcohol, they make poor choices and, like, text girls that they met on Twitter from Canada and <laughs> do all sorts of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, drink, I, I, am, I am sober. And uh, I don't have a problem being around alcohol or being around people that are drinking. And it's not a, it's not a problem for me not to. Um, not to drink. It's not like it's this huge temptation that's in my life. I'm, I will say actually, since I have stopped drinking and that's not a part of my life, I'm, um, I feel like I am at a much better place emotionally 
just in my interactions with people and like I I feel better now emotionally than I have in a really in a really long time. So um, that is present. amongst the other reasons that I'm just not um, not planning on <laughs> rushing back to the booze. <laughs> so uh, what's the deal with this church? How come? Oh, what's the deal with this church? Um, assuming that they're talking about the, the church that about. I was part of, whatever. Um, I <laughs> they're unfortunately a very tr- uh, the story of that church is far too common <laughs> in mm-hmm. a lot of churches. They uh, it's it is very much a borderline cult, and this is the church. Uh, if you didn't hear the episode where we talked about it, I'll link to it in the show notes, I think. But um, uh, I talked a little bit about my experience being on staff at this church as a pastor and then leaving and um, starting my own church. And it was just uh, leaving was a really negative experience. And since then, even to this day, you just got a, a message. I did. I just got another message <laughs> on Facebook from somebody that's involved with that church that was sending me a message to let me know that they were cutting me out of their life still to this day. And to you this day. hadn't talked to him in right years yeah yeah so you know it's um and and a lot of people because i put on facebook a while ago something about how this church that i used to be a part of is turning into very cult-like um and it offended a lot of people that go to that church and i got a lot of messages about it and stuff and the complaint that a lot of people had was that i shouldn't be saying stuff like that without going to the pastor i did approach the pastor i found an article on spiritual abuse and um Sent it to him and along with an email and just said, hey, I'm not sure if, you know, you've heard or whatever, but uh, these I've been talking about this online. I never named the church or anything online, um, but I think these are some things that you might want to watch out for because I know at least in my experience and the experience of other people that I know that's gone to that church, uh, they've there's a lot of what I would consider spiritual abuse happening there. And um, if you want to talk more about it, I would be happy to converse with you about it. And I never, um, I never yeah, heard back from him. Because someone said you should, you should meet with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, I never heard back from him. And uh, shortly thereafter, I did listen to one of the sermons from that church where from the pulpit, the pastor literally said, um, you can't, agree to disagree. That's not godly. He said, it's not godly for you to agree to disagree. So if you have somebody in your life that disagrees with your stance on God or the way you think something should happen, then they, um, you need to cut that person out of your life because you can't have people in your life. And then all of a sudden the remaining people that you had started dropping off. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very exciting. Uh, how come Christy is always so happy? Cause I'm a good actress when I'm <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm always happy, would you? Uh, I don't know. You are a generally happy person, I think. I mean, the the it's been a little bit of a bummer since this job stuff has happened, but um, mm-hmm. I think that in a lot of ways you seem pretty happy. And when you were talking to Canadian girls, I wasn't too happy. <laughs> uh, has airing your <laughs> like dirty that. laundry ever come back to bite you in the butt? Not yet. Dirty laundry, what does that mean? Uh, I think it just means like the, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about my, our, both of our past failed marriages mm-hmm. and um, some of that stuff. I would say no. I can't The think of one it. thing that I was a little nervous of is, I mean, not nervous because I wouldn't have done it, is when I talked about family on the Takedown podcast mm-hmm. when I did that episode. Um, but that being said, I, I just didn't put it on my Facebook 
to um to everyone yeah but to certain people i sent just the link yeah because, mostly because there's one cousin of mine that i talk about and that was sort of her past life and she's completely changed how who she is it's like a 180 and so i didn't want her to hear it and be sad about that yeah yeah but i, don't I mean so. I, I would say that there are i won't say things that i don't want people to hear yeah the, i will say for me personally there are a lot of things that i talk about on this podcast that um that there are people in my life or like people that i'm friends with on facebook or whatever that i don't necessarily want them to hear because I know that I'm going to be letting them down because mm. a lot of people um, s- saw me or knew me as a certain kind of person, a very outspoken Christian and a certain way. And I have changed substantially since then. Um, I also used to be a huge, and I still struggle with this every, I, mean, I think it probably everybody does, but very much a people pleaser. Like I want people to like me and I want people to be accept me. And so I know that like, I know that if a bunch of my old Bible college friends or even my family heard me talking about where I'm at spiritually, it would probably really upset them. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I'm in my life. I'm in a much better place now than I was back then. And I, I like who I am and, um, you know, it's, it's who I am. And so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to share it. And it's a little scary sometimes to put, to put that out there because I'm worried of losing their approval. And like, I have this fear sometimes of like, I'm, I found myself hesitant to share the podcast sometimes on my Facebook page Mm -hmm. because I can think of people that I wouldn't want to hear it because I would be worried old pastors and mentors and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, I would be worried that they would be disappointed in me somehow or that I would be somehow letting them down. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's, you know, that's, that's a struggle. I mean, even if people knew that we were, as Mike said, living in sin, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, there are lots of people that, including my mom, (laughs) including my mom that would, is incredibly disappointed in me with the fact that we live together and not, and not happy about it. Um, but that's not necessarily me. That's not necessarily it coming back to bite me in the butt or anything, uh, but it does make me feel kind of vulnerable sometimes to share that stuff, and I will be hesitant. Um, But as far as, like, the dirty laundry stuff, I mean, there's stuff right now that we can't share. A lot of the stuff that's going on regarding the um, stuff with my daughter and the relationship with her mom and and that kind of stuff, um, we can't get into because there's just some pending legal issues and just for everybody's best. I want to wait until we have Mm -hmm. stuff kind of set. But we definitely will have an episode because I think it's important for um, her, his daughters in the future to hear that story. I really think that it's important Um, because I always tell Jeremy, I don't know what it feels like to be him, obviously, because I've never been a father or a mother to a child, but I do know what it feels like to be her. And my mother pulled similar shenanigans and I I know what it felt like to yeah to to have that happen and it's it's been really strange to get re-angry at my mom coming yeah. from yeah, a different so side of it. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even really know how much we've gotten into what happened and what we can say is there was um last summer there was some stuff that happened uh and I mean, we took a break from podcasting because I wasn't even sure how it was going to affect things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um 
Well, and also uh, you were in no way to even record. I, mean, I was in pretty bad shape, yep. yeah. Uh, so there was, I went from seeing my daughter every day to now I only see her on the weekends, which is honestly, that's more than a lot of people see her. But I used to see her almost every day. Um, and in between when I used to see her every day and now when I pretty much only see her on the weekends, um, I didn't see her at all because of some actions that my daughter's mom took. I didn't see her at all for over eight weeks. Yeah, it was like over two months. And um, we stopped podcasting during that because when the times would roll around, like the weekends when I wasn't working, um, I was just like struggling quite a bit substantially Mm -hmm. to get through the days. And I wasn't sleeping very well. And it was, yeah, it was a really tough time emotionally. So I was alienated from my daughter for two months. And um, we're still in the process of trying to get like parenting plans and all that kind of fun stuff in place. And once that's established, like I said, we'll hopefully share some more about that. Yeah, I think I think even if we don't release it, you need to write all of this stuff down because it will be important for her to know in the future. Yeah. Uh, Christy, what happened to your old podcast? And are you still friends? A lot of people that listen to us might not know. Christy had uh, another podcast called What Are We Doing? Um, with somebody named Janie that was a friend of hers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they stopped recording because, I I don't know how much you want to say. I think it was last June was our last episode. Yeah. Um, me and Christy were, this is when we were kind of fake dating. We actually, I was helping them produce the show and me and Christy kind of had a falling out and Mm -hmm. they, because of a Canadian, right. And so then I stopped being involved in the show and that's when it went downhill. (laughs) Honestly, that's when you guys kind of stopped recording. Well, because I kind of was mad at her too. Yeah. And she said that you weren't allowed to be around it anymore. And, um, but she went a little nutty. I mean, I can say this. You don't have to. But she uh, she went a little nutty. She cut nutty. out all of her friends. Yeah, she went crazy. She got in a relationship with somebody and kind of just disappeared. Um, got really weird. Like, unfriended tons of people on Facebook. Did, never came around. Had the recorder that um, Christy had. And at one point, we tried to meet up with her to get it. And Christy was at this place up on Capitol Hill. The uh, Janie came in with the recorder, gave it to... Like, gave it to Christy, threw it at me. basically threw it at her, and literally was just like she was super nervous and anxious. She goes, "I gotta go. I got stuff to do." Turned around and just ran out of the restaurant, and that was yeah. that was the last interaction if, that if you guys. Jeremy had had. wasn't there to see it. No one would believe me. I mean, because it was the weirdest thing. She literally ran out of the restaurant and down the street. And yeah. I, before I even knew what happened, because I didn't see her, she came up from behind me and was like, here. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> and before I even knew what happened, she was down the street, gone. Yeah. Um, I thought, it, so it came about because um, we were really good friends and um, she had a crush on someone, a straight girl. And um, didn't think anything would come of it. And I had a crush on someone, Jeremy, um, at the time. And I'm sorry. I just knew. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just knew. Like, he wasn't um, relationship material at the time. Because <laughs> he was a complete mess. I was an absolute. Sh- and that's true. Um, so we would just text each other back and forth of, like, what, how we were feeling. And then we just decided to, um, with Jeremy's help, start a podcast. And I thought that it was um, pretty good. And then... I, the last thing I sent her a text message and it just said, um, do you think it's funny or weird that I'm Googling? And I don't remember even what it was that I'm Googling something. And she just wrote, 
it's weird. And then that was our last interaction that we ever had. And oh, yeah. I said something like, "Oh, we should talk about this on the on the podcast, the next one." And then that was it. Nothing. She got really weirdly mad that we started one. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. And then contacted me because I had changed the password on everything mm-hmm. because my credit card was attached to it. I wasn't gonna let her have yeah full access to. <laughs> All of our stuff, but yeah. So yeah. we're not friends anymore. It's weird because she's friends with me on Instagram. So sometimes I'll see <laughs> pictures pop up and it's really weird. weird. But I'm not the only I was the last one yeah, she cut of out, my friends she that she cut, cut out. She cut out a lot of people. Yeah. So that was that was that. And then this was my favorite this is the weirdest part of the comment. It said uh after the part about your podcast, Jeremy, you do not sound like somebody that I'd want to personally interact with, but I do enjoy hearing the stories from your life. You're the most insightful and humble when you talk about your divorce, becoming a parent, and fall from grace. <laughs> also, more Boy Scout stories. <laughs> what does fall <laughs> Which, from grace? Literally, mean? this is the only person that's ever said more Boy Scout stories. Everybody complained about that episode <laughs> except is for this me. Jason? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's J- maybe it's Jason or <laughs> or Becca. Jason, I like or his you. Wife. <laughs> um, I want to still be your friend. <laughs> uh, what does fall from grace mean? Fall from grace, like um, uh, my like failure as a pastor and a husband, husband, yeah, and a person. Jeez, okay. Wow. Uh, and then there was one one that I accidentally skipped over earlier from Tad. Uh, mm-hmm. What? And then we'll, we'll be done. I think you guys were hour and 40 minutes in. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. What is the appropriate amount of swearing? Um, I think you choose your audience. Yeah, I think you choose your audience. I mean, I know. Okay, I'll address it as the podcast and I'll address it as um just in life like obviously in professional settings just you know you kind of got to feel your, that out know your audience <laughs> yeah always. know your audience um i do think that people make it way more taboo than it needs to be mm-hmm. i grew up in a house where i would get in trouble for saying fart and mm-hmm. things like that and when it becomes taboo it becomes something that you're like want to do want to do or whatever mm-hmm. so i um i try and kind of de I don't mystify it isn't the right word, but D if you don't make it such a big deal, you take away the power behind the words. So, uh, and I will say as a podcast, so this is actually, I recently changed the tag from, um, not safe for work to just nothing mm-hmm. on our podcast on iTunes, because I think that when you put the, uh, not safe for work tag on there, it, um, pulls a lot of people it could potentially, um, keep listeners from listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I, and I've also made a concerted effort to try and not swear a ton on the podcast um, recently and to definitely keep it a little more family-friendly. Is Obviously, we're not a family-friendly. It's mm-hmm. not a show that you're going to sit and listen to with your kids. But um, I feel like a lot of the times it can take – first of all, I feel like – a lot of the times people rely on swearing as just a crutch because they're mm-hmm. just lazy and they don't want to come up with other words to use. And I think when it goes to excess, it can definitely take you out of take somebody out of the conversation or right. take somebody out of the moment. And so I personally, at least on the podcast, have kind of tried to uh, um, because I want to appeal to a broader audience. So I'm not watering it down completely. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it's still putting out the, pretty much the same content that we would before, but just a little a little uh, less. Um, I, I also grew up where we couldn't say sucks or but or or stuff like that. Um, and my dad would always, my dad will still say this. He tries to never swear Mm -hmm. because when he does, people know he means business. Yeah. So that, that's kind of something that I've, um, tried to stick to. Um, but then again, 
I've found myself being kind of prudish yeah. with your daughter because she said she had that thing where she said daddy's can say fuck and Chrissy's can uh-huh. say fuck, um, <laughs> but Ellie's can't say fuck. Uh-huh. And um, I was just flabbergasted. Uh-huh. At first, I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. I think it's funny. I and, think it's funny. And then swear. I talked to I told her mom that and she's like, oh, well, what I do is I should I even be talking about this. Um, uh, I mean, I, you can talk about it. I don't uh, know if it's super interesting, oh, but um, and she said, "I let them swear if they ask permission." Yeah, and to me, that was just—I couldn't believe it. And then I just made the rule that we don't swear at Christie's house. Yeah, because it's just so bad seeing those nasty words coming out of a sweet it's little hilarious. mouth. Hilarious! I think it's, it's funny. But what's really funny <laughs> is I don't know if this is a new thing that that kids are being. Um, Oh, whatever it's called, um, indoctrinated with, <laughs> but we can drop f bomb like shit. Fuck, it doesn't matter. She doesn't phase her, but you say stupid and she's yeah. all over it. She's like, we you don't say said stupid. A bad word. Yeah. Take that it's back. Funny. It's mean <laughs> and rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, Christy, we did it. We made it through the uh, ask us anything. Sorry. Episode. <laughs> it's an hour and 40 minutes. I told plus. you we should have done a one, <laughs> your episode and a my episode. That's okay. People can people can uh, break it up into chunks if they want. So Or um, listen to it on one and a half speed. One and a half. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. Do me a favor. If any of the things that we talked about stirred up more questions in you or made you want to know more or got you thinking or whatever, I we're not, you know, it doesn't have to be an entire episode, but I would love for these questions to keep rolling in. I think it's fun and it's a great conversation, you know, starter. Um, we clearly, I think that we probably could have gone off on any of these and mm-hmm. gone Had a, a little in deeper into them if we wanted to. So if this got the ball rolling for you and it's, um, um, something that you something that you want to hear more of, go to our website, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, go to our website, just you know use the hashtag ask me anything or something you know just you don't even have to use hashtag just contact us, ask us questions. We'll gladly talk about stuff on the show if you want to know more about something we talked about mm-hmm. um, if you want to hide behind the cloak of anon- anonymity so you can be a dick um, mm-hmm. or ask something super personal um and not have us know who you are, then you can go to our website, uh, www.nerdoutloudpod.com, and there is a uh, question mark in the upper right-hand corner and also a link. Um, if you click on either the link that says Ask Us Anything or the question mark, it'll take you to the forum where you can ask us a question, and we will answer it. So besides that, we love talking to you guys online. Facebook, um, we're trying to like develop the Facebook thing a little more. So if you guys see our posts come up online, the way it works is the more you interact with us on Facebook, the more our stuff's going to come up and we want to talk to you guys and we want us to talk to you and, uh, or you to talk to us or whatever. So if you see our stuff, like, you know, give us a like or comment, or if you see something funny online, a link or a picture or something you want to share with us, throw it on our Facebook page. Cause we'd love to interact with you and kind of, um, you know, the, got some pretty cool people that we know and it's fun once uh post can kind of take off like the picture that you posted of the microphone shoved in your boobs mm-hmm. that that got out of control rather quickly so um find us on facebook twitter facebook.com twitter.com slash nerd out loud pod 
Go to our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Uh, you can follow Christy if you want to. K-S-S-I-E-Y-E-S. Kissy eyes. And she, she's on lockdown right now, but if you request it, once she actually gets around to remembering once to I, check. Once I actually get a job, it'll be free. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Send me some jobs. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, unless you're a Canadian girl, in which case. Don't I guess even not. try it. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Jeremy IRL. At Jeremy IRL on Twitter. I love to tweet. It's a problem. So um, find me on there and we'll be friends forever. All right, guys, let your awkwardly open weird marriage talk nerd flag fly.